an eargasm of learning, and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk. And for this episode, we have a special guest. Very humble, very talented human being. Um, I've been watching his content and he is really amazing. Uh, he helps people build their mindset, pursue their passion, and smash their goals. So how cool is that? That last um, uh, explanation of what he do, he you know, he helps people to smash their goals. I, I, I'm amazed and I'm excited to know how he does that. He's a content <laughs> creator and a life coach. That's all welcome. My friend here, Ali Sufan. Welcome to the show, bro. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to just jump into this, talk about smashing goals, building mindsets. <laughs> <laughs> bro, can you, before we go in, in, in the main content, of the, the yeah. episode can you give me an explanation of because i'm very intrigued like how do you help people smash their goals and well, what does that mean <laughs> so when i say smash goals it's like you have certain goals that you have in mind and i'm someone who's going to give you that inspiration that push to kind of not only just like let's say the goal is you not only to just knock on the door but just to like break the door and just completely do it you know so that's kind of like my goal is what i do Oh, okay, okay. Now, now, um, having said that, bro, I am excited, and I know our viewers and our listeners are very excited to know what influenced you or who influenced you to be in this position. You know, being a life coach, yeah. it's not easy, bro. I believe that being a life coach, it's it's very sophisticated. You get to know your clients very closely, right? To build that relationship, yeah. to, to harness that trust. Please yeah. tell me your story, bro, and welcome us to your world. Yeah, so basically, I think it started a pretty long time ago. I've always been someone who in my every day-to-day -day relationships, I like to give a lot to people. You know, I like to, I'm always the person who's helping. I'm always the person who's putting in like, 110%, 200% into my relationships, my friendships, all that type of stuff. And then my friends always used to, they had this joke, they used to call me the support because every time someone- The support? Would have a problem, yeah, every time- Man, someone that, that is like an action movie, the support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? How old were you when, when they created this name for you? Um, maybe like 17. Oh, they're pretty young. That's so young. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, was, like, that was you back then. That was Helping me back then. people was, already like, at such a young age. Yeah. <laughs> no, obviously not like in a, like, it's just like, like school talk. Like, you know, like my friends would come to me with their problems or like. But you know, still, man, but still, you, you, you can see the, your heart is really geared towards yeah. helping people, right? Um, yeah, yeah no, continue. Yeah, no, it's like something that I've always liked. And so my friends used to call me the support and everyone would always come to me with their problems and everything. 
And then eventually I've always also had this kind of like, um, if you want passion for public speaking and deep down, I felt like, you know what? I kind of want to eventually combine the two. So I came to university. I'm now in my final year of university. I'm currently doing computer science, which I know is not really related to what I'm doing. But um, <laughs> I just kind of went into that and I was like, you know, let me see what this is about. And then, um, you know, kind of throughout my years at university, I realized that like, I want more than what I can get at university. I don't want just my degree, you know, because I feel like at the end of the day, your degree, yes, it's important, but it's not what makes you. What makes you is what you do outside your degree. <laughs> Ooh, I love that, man. That's, that's you yeah. know, that's real talk there. That's like, yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Absolutely. Like, it's true. I don't know if you feel the same way, but like, it's really what you do outside your work, outside your degree, outside of what you normally do that really makes you, that adds to um, you as a person and gives you value and helps you build relationships and gives give gain and share wisdom from other people and other things. And so because of that, I kind of, during my first year of university, I was just doing what I had to do. Then I reached second year, second year, I turned 20. And then it kind of hit me and I was like, yo, like, what am I doing with my life? I'm 20, I haven't really done much. I have all these skills, all these passions, all these hobbies. I'm just not really doing anything. So then I started TikTok. And then, um, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that, that is an amazing, um, realization that you have there <laughs> to, yeah. you're thinking, you're thinking about your purpose in life and then you, you, you follow it up to... with, uh, you know, a social media platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, out of all the ones, cause TikTok was blowing up at the time. Like, it was just when TikTok was becoming a big thing. And then obviously at the beginning, I didn't really know how to use it. So I was just, I was doing random videos and I still had that feeling of, you know, what else am I doing? Like I need to be doing something with my life. There's always, cause I've always been someone who likes to push themselves. Someone who likes to work harder than what I'm doing. I always like to better myself. And so eventually I was like, you know what? Everyone calls me the support. I'm good at helping people. I like public speaking. Let me try merging everything together. And so that's when it really hit. Started that on Instagram. I, like, I, then I started up my new Instagram account and then started doing that on Instagram. And then I've just been ever since then kind of like taking loads of courses about like life coaching, how to help people. I've met, networked and met so many people, I've been to so many network events. Um, I've just been, you know, dabbling. I've actually, let me not say that because there's this project that I'm excited to announce, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Come on, <laughs> share it here. <laughs> No, no, I wish if I could, I would, but it's because it's with other people. So I don't want to say anything without their, like, you know, um, but yeah, so there's just a lot of stuff I've been up to over. Honestly, it's been a period of like these past, I'd say year kind of working on myself where it's like, I'm kind of in the transition year period of gaining the knowledge in terms of what I want to do in the future. So I'm really building now. That's why you see me like making all the content because I'm always consuming stuff. I'm always making stuff. I'm always learning stuff from other people, from other things, watching, reading courses. So I'm just trying to share that value and hopefully, you know, kind of see where that leads in the future. Wow. Very, very active lifestyle. And yeah. I can really <laughs> see and feel the your passion for it in the heart that is geared towards like helping people. And yeah. like I've said, like I've said earlier, and, you know, it, uh, being a life coach, being in your position, it's not as easy as uh, you know a lot of people think um do you remember the the biggest challenge that you encountered with a client and and mm -hmm. how did you you know how did you attain that victory how did you solve that issue yeah 
So I don't, I'm not a professional um, life coach in the sense I don't, obviously I don't have like a clinic or like a client, like obviously I do deal with a lot of people. Yes. I, yes. I'm looking to do one-on-one stuff, mm. but I, like in the current position that I am, I do still interact a lot of times. Right, right. I, I think that, that's where it all starts, bro. It, it, everything yeah. starts with that. As long as you connect, you give value and that's it, right? Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. So, um, so in terms of, I feel like cause some people, especially when I started the whole TikTok thing and started giving advice on that, some people would just come to you with other words and other problems looking for one answer. And obviously, <laughs> we have to help people. But I think the biggest misconception that people think is that with one answer, their life is going to change. With one, you know, breathing technique, with one thing, one thing you tell them, one piece of advice is going to change. And I think people kind of forget. And the, the point and the idea that I've struggled to kind of convince people of is that it's more of a journey and a process rather than an event, you know, like actually improving your life, improving your mentality, becoming happier within yourself, dealing with all this inner trauma healing is something that happens over months and years and a long time. And it's not something that you can just go to a life coach for like a month and you know, your all your life's problems are solved and you're rich and you're happy and everything like that. Like it doesn't happen like that, you know? So I feel like that's definitely one of the struggles. I mean, you know, most, most of us, um, that doesn't have any idea of what a life coach do is obviously they have issues, people has issues, and they tend to, you know, it's human nature. They tend to look for a possible solution to sort out whatever that issue is. So they see you, they see people like you, life coach, and it's not that they, they you know, they want to burden you, but they find you as the problem solver, right? So, but like what you've said, it doesn't work that way. Um, yeah. You need to pinpoint what is really the issue, what is the problem, and then the solution for that problem may not be the solution for the next problem or, or exactly. the, the totality, right? Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. It's all about, I was thinking about it like this way, like, like all the problems and the life you have, it's like a puzzle. And then different people can kind of tell you where to put the pieces, but you can only really put in the pieces yourself. Mm. And so I think like the role of a life coach or the role of a mentor or whatever you want to have in your life, someone who guides you, is to kind of tell you and direct you where to put those pieces. And it's up to you to put them in because, you know, like not, you can't really hold someone's hand and you can, you can give someone so much advice and so much knowledge and wisdom. But if they don't take the action themselves and if they don't take the step themselves, then nothing can really be achieved. So I really do believe that all starts from within. I love that, man. I love that. And I totally agree with you, bro. Yeah. Um, that is where the misconception happens nowadays in this generation. Yeah. There's a lot of gurus, maybe a true guru or not, you know, experts, yeah. mentor. I mean, I, I, I can only assume. So what, what they do is they, they give you a chunk of uh, advice, opinions, you know, thinking that this would solve your problems. Yeah. This would change your life. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, it does help. You know, it, it may be work for, for them and it may, it may work for other people, but it's not, they're missing a big chunk of the formula, right? And I love like you, like what you've said that, yes, those power advices are very valuable you can you can guide the people, but it's the initiative of the person to really make that first step, probably accept the fact yeah. that he they need help and do 
the what is needed to be done, right? To move, to take action. And that's where I think most people um, does not commit. It's like taking risk, right? Uh, it's yeah. either, there's a, there's a thousand reasons they might be scared. You know, dealing with risk is is something um, very important. We need to understand, you know, why do I need to take that step? First, why would yeah. I believe you? You're, you're a life coach and you've helped a lot of people. Yeah, it works for them. But why would I believe you, right? Why would I take that leap of faith? Why would I do risk? Um, in your expertise, bro, and, and, and I know that you are very um, experienced in this field. Why do you think, before we go into the main topic, why do you yeah. think taking risk is important? Taking risks is important. 100%. Uh, that's something I also always talk about on my page and to other people. I feel like taking risks, the idea of jumping out, taking risk means you're jumping out of your comfort zone. And when you are in the comfort zone, your mind doesn't grow. Nothing happens in the comfort zone because it's like you're in a room and it's dark. Let's say you put a plant in a dark room, okay? You can give it all the water you want. You can give it everything you want, but it's not going to grow because it doesn't have sunlight. You haven't given it any light. You haven't given it anything. So for you to kind of step out of your comfort zone, you need to take that plant and put it in the sunlight and kind of realize. And that's when that step is the idea of taking a risk. And I think it's so important because taking a risk, you get to experience things that you haven't normally experienced. And so even at the biological level, your body is faced with stress. And so that translates into the psychological level, the mental level, the emotion level. And now you're dealing with all these different things that you've never dealt with before. And so you learn to cope, you learn to deal with them. And then that translates onto other aspects of your life because you learn from different experiences. You go through one thing and then you take, you take what you learn from that one thing and apply it to another new situation that you encounter. And then it's kind of like a cycle of constantly learning. So that's why I feel like for you to be able to, if you stay in your comfort zone, no growth is going to happen there because you're not challenging yourself. You're not simulating your mind, your body, your soul, any of that, of that type of stuff. But when you are outside of the comfort zone, everything is simulated and you're in this constant cycle of learning. And I always say this as well. If you're not learning, you're not growing. And so true Ooh. learning and true growth happens outside. Oh, man, that was like power bomb, like knowledge after knowledge after not man. Yeah. And, and, I, and I agree 100%. I love the example that you you use, like put a plant in a dark yeah. space, even though you give him proper soil, water it, you know, protect it from insects and stuff yeah. and, and, and anything. But without the sunlight, it would never grow. It, exactly. would, it would not die, right? It would not die, but it will maintain its space. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, the, when I was listening to, while you were explaining it, it's, it's a representation of growth hindered, you know, you are not, you're not getting any loss, but you're not gaining as well. You're not achieving what is intended for you. Cause you know, I believe that everyone has, uh, this, this success according to their life. You know, it's it's waiting for them to reach it, their goals in life. Everyone can dream. Everyone has visions. But being in that spot, it gives you that comfort that you yeah. think it's good, but it, it really hinders you to achieve a better one, right? 100%, 100%. I feel like at the end of the day, we are our own biggest enemies. And you not letting yourself go out of the comfort zone, that's you blocking your own success, you know? Everything, like every, a lot of people complain and a lot of people, especially in our generation, they like to 
kind of blame their lack of success, their lack of happiness, their lack of relationships on, you know, the environment or outside circumstances or their parents or society or, you know, university or, or whatever it is. You know, we love, as humans, we love to shift that blame of ourselves <laughs> and of people, you know? It's like something we like to do as humans. It makes it easier and because right. we don't like responsibility. And so I feel like, you know, being able to kind of realize that you are the only person who's blocking your success because you're not letting yourself go outside of your comfort zone. You're not letting yourself speak to people mm. properly, speak to yourself properly. You're not letting yourself develop the proper habits. And you are at the core of all of this. And when you truly realize that, and that's why I always try to tell people, and it's one of the biggest, like one of my biggest models is you are the person who's responsible for your own success and your own failure. I love that, man. I love that. And I totally agree. Um, especially when you said about this generation, you know, not dissing out this generation, but, you know, people in general, um, it's it's how human being is wired, right? It's the yeah. oldest trick in the book. It's blame game, yeah. you know, uh, even in the Bible, not, not speaking of any religion, but, you know, yeah. uh, old text, Adam and Eve, the blame game, you know, civilizations, yeah. uh, Cleopatra, oh no, you seduce me, oh, oh, you know, it, it's yeah. blaming <laughs> someone for the misfortune, the misanthropy and everything. It, like what you said, it's the easiest thing that human human being can do to ease whatever that, you know, yeah. uh, uneasy feeling or situation. And jumping forward uh, to to the present time, you're right. You know whatever ha- that is happening in in the in the government, you know the politics, um, social media. It's very easy to just pinpoint and blame people for whatever that is that you're happening. Yes, th- it may have some factors. You know, I'm not saying that it's not connected, yes. but. You know, it, we can we can be more than that. We can do more than that, and it's you you can't you can't change that right by ranting or just complaining about it. But yeah. you, what you can do is you know step up and have a positive outlook. How you can maneuver those things, right? Hundred percent. And I feel like what you said is so important. The idea of stepping up because I was reading this book and they talked about the idea of responsibility versus accountability. The things in our lives that we are not specifically responsible for. I'm not responsible, let's say, if you know a meteor falls on the sky right next to my <laughs> building. I'm not responsible for that. But the fact that that happened, now I'm accountable for it because I'm accountable for my actions. Right. In that situation, you know? So it's important to realize that you may not be responsible for a lot of things, but you're always accountable because you're accountable for your own actions, the way you act, the way you feel, and how you behave after the specific event or specific circumstance or whatever happens to you. And so when you claim that accountability, you're shifting the control from the event to yourself. Because when you say you're not responsible and you don't want to take accountability, you are giving the control of your life of what happens to you to factors that you can't control. But when you take that accountability and you you admit to the fact that, yes, I may not have caused this or this may have nothing to do with me, but now that it's happened in my life, I'm accountable for it and I'm going to act then the control is no longer something that you can't control. The control is in your hands. And so the power is in your hands. And you can you can behave accordingly. Ooh, I love that, man. Very powerful. That is very powerful. And it's connected to what we're talking about, right? So yeah. now, let, let's say, for example, that you know something happened and you acknowledge that you're accountable. I love what you said, that it's depending on you, the person, to act on it accordingly, right? And it goes, it's still connected to what we're talking about. 
that is taking a risk. Yes, you need you you understood the fact that you are accountable and you know what you need to do. But because you are afraid of taking risk, you are not going to do something, right? You're just gonna be you stay there and let it happen. Or again, bouncing back to the main core, blaming someone for that thing that happened. Probably passing passing the responsibility, passing the accountability to someone else. Hundred percent, like it's crazy, honestly, how the mind works. Like genuinely, over the past kind of year, two years, I've kind of just been delving into this whole idea and kind of like really, because at the root of it, a lot of the stuff and a lot of the problems we go through are because of our mind and the way our mind thinks and the way our mind works, and because our mind is actually lazy. You know, like innately, I think we're all kind of lazy at the emotional level. We don't like to deal with things. We like to avoid things. We like to look for the easy way out. Right. And like that is what causes a lot of problems and especially nowadays because you know social media and everything has trained our minds slowly we've been programming our minds to think that everything is accessible everything is gonna you know be with us instantly instant success instant money instant whatever we want we've trained our minds to kind of even like amp up that idea of yeah i need everything i want everything and i'm gonna have what i want and that's it and that trains your mind in a bad way because it kind of convinces your mind that you can get whatever you want or you can deal with whatever you want in whichever way you want. And that's not the case. Wow. That's solid. That is very solid. How about, bro, um, the benefits? We, we talk about, you know, why people stay in their current situation, why they're afraid to take risk. Uh, let's, let's highlight now what the benefits of, you know, taking risk. What do yeah. you think are the benefits of taking risk? Yeah, I think definitely the number one benefit of taking risk is the fact that you grow and you learn. That comes, that's the first thing because when right. you take a risk, you're experiencing new things, as I said before. And then from that, you gain new knowledge. But also taking risks introduces you, I believe, to the path that you're meant to take. So Ooh. I'm someone who's very, I'm spiritual, I'm religious. I believe that each person in this world has a path. And they have something that was decreed by God, some lane for them to go on. When you take risks, you're kind of listening to your gut feeling, you're doing this type of stuff. And that's kind of like guiding you towards taking that path and kind of like going through those obstacles that were put there to teach you stuff. So that even ties back to what I said at the beginning, taking risks kind of pushes you down that path because you learn. And also taking risks, and I feel like this is something that's underrated, but taking risks introduces a lot of relationships into your life. Because when you take risks, you're in foreign situations and in foreign situations, because we are social beings, we tend to resort, we tend to go to other people who we can relate to or the people who are in a similar situation or who are in a position that we want to be in or we are going to. And so when you take a risk, you're putting yourself in the path or in the place or on the road where there are other people who are in, um, who you will be able to relate to so much and you will be able to kind of get to know and kind of build that relationship. And so I feel like taking risks is a big part of also building relationships that cultivate you and help you grow mm, yeah i mean there's a lot i i'm you know 100 true and there are a lot more right but 100%. i love i love the fact that you said it the first one that you grow right taking yeah. risk is actually permitting yourself to grow and, and that's you know there's a lot more but plain simple direct if you want to grow, you need to take risk. And come to think of it, everything in this world, it involves risk, right? 
And I love what you said earlier, and I agree to that, that the human mind works to... Okay, this is how the human uh, mind works. Um, it, 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 its role is to put us people in a safe spot, away from danger, right? For us to triumph, for us to survive, for us to live. That is how we are wired. So remember that um, in the prehistoric era, uh, you know, not prehistoric, like, you know, the caveman era, yeah. they, they depict animals um, in order to pass knowledge that this might kill you, this might bite you off, this might cut yeah. your head into two. <laughs> Don't eat this plant, it's poisonous. So, you know, the mind yeah. works that way. Okay, just stay this path, stay in the cave, don't go there, don't do that, because it might kill you. That is how yeah. the mind works, to keep us from harm. But it also, it also, um, there's a there's a, also a portion, the power of the mind that wants to wonder, to explore, to discover, right? Yes. So if you tap into those elements, those those power, it would really change your life. For example, let's let's jump into the main, you know, in the modern time. You want to reach something. You want to be successful. And, and there's a lot of, of successful personalities. We have Steve Jobs, you know, Bill Gates, uh, and a lot more. They One common denominator is that they were not afraid to take risk, even though the, their mind and people around them says otherwise, right? Yeah. But they harness that the power of the mind that says go push forward discover explore do your thing you know the resilience yeah. the perseverance and voila we have famous icons like you know the creator of apple the innovation steve jobs we have a lot oprah winfrey revolutionized how shows are to be made you know and, and that's the beauty of it 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 all goes to that simple you need to step up take risk because you will grow. That's exactly. simple. And there's a lot more. Once you start walking, you will, you will encounter a lot of, you know, disappointments, failure. Yeah. You will fall down. This is, this is true. It's not that you accept risk. Everything's going to fall into place. No, you will fall. You will fail. You will get hurt. But it's like what you've said earlier, it's how you figure out what will you do with that situation. Exactly. Now that you're accountable, what would you do? How would you react? All right. Exactly. How you get in the game, how you get back into that game and start pushing forward. 100%, 100%. And I feel like once you shift that mentality of seeing a failure as a loss, you become a winner because... When you look at the failure, <laughs> when you look at the failure as a loss, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when you when you look at the failure as a loss, you're admitting defeat. But what you need to look failures at as learning experiences. And once you shift that mentality from a loser mentality to winning mentality, there's no way you can lose. There's no way you can truly fail. The only real person who's failing is the person who's not learning from these failed or losing experiences. Because Ooh. at the end of the day. When you lose or when you fail, there's a lesson. There's a reason why that happened. It's something you did wrong. It's something that happened that you couldn't really account for. Some reaction, some behavior, some action, some mindset or mentality. And so because of that, when you look back, like when I go through a failure, when I go through an obstacle, when I can't pass something, my favorite thing to do is just to kind of sit down and think about it. What did I do wrong? 
where did it go wrong and what can I do differently next time to make sure that this doesn't happen? And then when you kind of follow that mentality, every single time you fail, you realize that with every failure, the success becomes bigger and bigger and bigger because, you know, obviously for every failure, there's like 10 successes, but I'm like, oh, sorry for every, like, let's say seven failures, you have a bunch of successes, you know, you go through consistent failures, but when you learn and learn and learn from each failure, the frequency of failures becomes less and the frequency of successes becomes more. And it's the fact that you are admitting that, yes, I didn't, it didn't go as planned, but I'm learning from it. And I'm going to use that to kind of fuel my success. Man, I love that. And, and, and I'm having goosebumps because I think um, two days ago, I was giving the same advice and that, you know, not, not similar, but yeah. I, I have that perspective when I was talking to that person and I said, it's not that I don't believe in failure, but you only fail when you don't learn from a situation. 100%. If you learn from that situation, may it be negative, you're automatically a winner because you gain knowledge, you gain experience, and there is a big chance that you would not face that exact failure again, <laughs> right? <laughs> because that's how the human, the human body works. That's how the human mind works. It gives you an assessment of what went wrong. Like what you've said, you analyze things. And therefore, you will not encounter that same, or if you do encounter that, you know what to do, right? Exactly. To overcome that. And then you, you face the second challenge, the third. Well, in some cases, you do, when you face that same situation and you do end up failing again, then you analyze again. You do, you exactly. repeat, you learn, yeah. okay, things didn't work out. What did, what did I do wrong? Or what did I not do? And yeah. then you, you, you get back up and you keep pushing forward. 100%, 100%. It ties back to what I was saying at the beginning. We need to stop looking at success, happiness as an event, see it more as a process. And this ultimately is a big part of the process. Going through those failures, you have to go through them. Steve Jobs went through them. Bill Gates went through them. Yeah, he went through them. Everyone went through these failures, you know? And so who, why, why should you skip all these failures, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> Everyone has to go through them. So let's all go through them. We help each other. And you help yourself and you, 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 find within that, you find it within yourself to push yourself out of those failures and learn. And you'll reach, hopefully, the heights that all these people have reached. Exactly. I love that. If, if they encounter that, if they embrace that, why won't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bro, um, I would not ask for any tips because that is you know, more than what I envision of. But yeah. I would love you to, to give one takeaway. What would you want to share um, for our listeners, for our uh, viewers, a simple takeaway about embracing risks? Okay, I think the best thing or the best takeaway for that is, and you might think hmm, it's unrelated to the beginning, but I'm going to say it, is listen to yourself. And I think that's so important because listening to yourself is something that a lot of us don't do these days because this world is so fast-paced. And because this world, there's so much happening around us, so much chaos, so much, and not just 2020, just the world in general. The way that we're living life now is very fast paced and our brains, in my opinion, and my theory, this is my theory, our brains haven't evolved as quickly as technology has. And so there is this gap between the way technology has evolved and the way our brains have evolved. And because of that, we struggle to catch up, you know? And, and so you're always in the state of being tired. You're always in the state of, your brain is running, trying to interpret everything, trying to go through everything. We never have time to sit back and kind of dissect and reflect on everything that's going. 
And so once you listen to yourself, you're giving, you're, you're able to kind of take away some of that energy that you've dedicated to, to, to going through everything and to going through life and use that energy to start taking risks. Because when you listen to yourself, you start to understand yourself more. You start to understand what you want from yourself more. And you start to understand what really is your purpose and what are you meant to do here on this earth. And so when you kind of listen to yourself and let yourself breathe, you understand yourself more. And so you can take more calculated risks and you can take the proper risks. So I would say 100%, the number one thing I would tell someone is listen to yourself, listen to your thoughts, your emotions, what you're doing, listen to other people as well and be receptive of what other people say and what other people tell you. And then by that, use that energy to start taking risks. Whoa, wow, man. <laughs> nice, nice. I think I ran across some articles about that also that, you know, um, technology in a way because it, it out evolved, you know, the, the natural pacing of the human yeah. brain and how the mind thinks. So it robs in some way the time, you know, the, the me time. It's yeah. not the actual word that was used in the article, but in, in essence, it's human, human being needs, you know, quiet time, a getaway exactly. time. That's why yeah. vacation is so valuable. You need time to step back, analyze, you know. Yes, you need your body to, to be at rest. But yeah. it's how the mind gets its buffer time to analyze all the information that it needs to grasp in order for you yeah. to function well. That's why, you know, in this generation, like what you've said, it's so fast-paced. Everything is like, I call it the microwave generation. Everything <laughs> is fast. You want yeah. this, you get that. You want that, you get this. And that's what social media is doing. And yes, we are, I am pro social media, but if you don't utilize it properly, it will rob you of your life, man. <laughs> and it, it will just end up you being like a robot. What You will be dictated of what's going to happen. People around you will dictate how you feel. You need to get validation and, and, and you're afraid and you will not do anything. And thus you will stay in that comfort zone. And, and, you know, you don't have a life anymore. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's all about it's all about building that discipline. I think at the root as well, it's all about building that discipline, finding that balance with whatever it is that you do in this right. life, whether it's risks, whether it's social media, whether it's mm. eating, everything needs a balance and everything needs you to be disciplined in it because you get the good and you get the bad, you learn from the bad, you do mm. more good. Ooh, man, this episode is fun-filled, <laughs> like learning. Man, there's a lot of content that we 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 talk about, and I am yeah. so amazed. I'm sure our viewers and listeners are really, you know, they have a lot of information to take down. <laughs> Thank you. Now, now, Ali, we are in the part of this episode that yeah. we will play a game. Okay. Yes. We started off with knowledge bombs, learnings, life stories, very um detailed conversation but this part we will play a game there will be yeah. questions that i'm going to be asking you that has nothing to do with your background with a topic or your field of expertise these are random questions bro okay so the okay. goal of this game the goal of this part of the episode is for you know for people to see that yes we can talk 
very important and detailed conversation topics that deals with very intricate matters. But yeah. we are also human beings that sometimes don't know what to say. We have a good laugh. We can act silly. And that's natural, right? That's what makes human. <laughs> yeah. Human. I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right. So don't spend too much time in thinking of what the answer is. The first word that comes into your mind, boom, shoot. All right. Okay. okay. Should I give a word answer or do I just answer the question? It's up to you. Okay. Okay. All right. Because some of the questions are not answerable by yes or no, but some oh. does need an explanation. So. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with an easy one. Text or call? Call. Video games or computer games? So I think um, this question is either a console game like PS5, yeah. Xbox, or a PC game. I'd have to say, let me say PC game. <laughs> I'm a PC gamer also. I'm a PC gamer. Why? Why did you decide to choose PC game? Because I'd say my best experience with games have been on PC. Like I have a lot of childhood memories on console, but I say my favorite game ever, which is Sims, is on PC. So I have to pick PC. <laughs> I was about to ask you what's your fa all time favorite game? Is that it? Yeah. Sims? Yeah, no, I'd say the Sims. Yeah. All definitely. right. What is your all-time favorite movie? Mm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know the, why this question is hard for me to answer? It's because, and everyone makes so much fun of me for this. I genuinely, like, obviously I watch movies, but I watch right. maybe like, I watch maybe a movie or two every year. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> but I do have a favorite. It's just, let me think of it. What's my favorite movie? I'd say actually there's two. Okay. I love, I love, I love The Pursuit of Happiness, the one with Will Smith. That's such a good movie. And also there's this other Lebanese movie. It's by a Lebanese producer. It's called Where Do We Go Now? Or Where Do We Go From Here? That's the title right. in English. Mm. It's an amazing movie. Wow, nice, nice. If you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Mm, I think I'll be a... I think I want to be like a, a jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Why? Uh, just because they're fast and I feel like they're like dominant and I kind of like that vibe that they give off. <laughs> they're they're kind of unique, right? Like a, a cat yeah. family, but they're black. Yeah, like Jaguars, like no, everyone like, like it's like when a Jaguar is there, you know, like you're scared. Yeah, you're scared, yeah. You know? Wow, nice, nice. What was your dream job when you were a kid or a dream career when you were a kid? Uh, to be a writer, to be an author, that was actually my dream job. I've wow. always wanted to write books and to do that type of stuff. And hopefully it's something I get to do in the future. But yeah, that actually, was my, my dream job. Yeah, actually, it's a perfect connection to your field of expertise right now, right? Yeah, you're, you're coaching, you know, compiling all those experiences so you can create an ebook or you yeah. can create a, a modular course, right? So For me, it still was achievable, more like, bro. Yeah, no, it's achievable. For me, it was more of writing fiction rather than oh, writing. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. But not definitely like non-fiction and that type of stuff as well. It's something I'm definitely mm. going to be into. Okay. What was the weirdest food you ever tried? Um, <laughs> I'd say the weirdest food I've ever tried is maybe tuna belly. I think that's the weird. Actually, no, birds. Birds? Yes. Why birds. would you eat? Well, what? Well, I mean, yeah, chicken is a bird, but but what type of bird? 
um, it's like very small. They're like <laughs> pigeons type of birds that we have in Lebanon. And it's All like right. a thing that you just like cook them and eat them. Like people in Lebanon go out and like they shoot them in the mountains and they go and they cook them. And okay. uh, it's like a traditional Lebanese dish. It's so good, honestly. I've had it in Lebanon. Yeah, birds. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> Okay, okay. What was something that is always in your bag when you were a kid? Something that was always in my bag when I was a kid. Um, I'd say food, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> food. I was such a hungry kid. Like, I'm always eating. Now. I still eat. I'm eating all the time. But like, right now, I'm thinking about food. Like, it's always... <laughs> I'd say food. Definitely always in right, my bag. right. What are, you, what are you afraid of? What scares Ali? Dogs. Oh, man. <laughs> Why? I had the biggest phobia. It started when I was young because I was at a friend's house and the dog chased me around. And I think because of that, I have childhood trauma about dogs. And right. so ever since then, but I, the thing is, I have a dog now. Like at home, I have a dog, but it's a very small dog. Okay. So I'm fine with small dogs, but if it's a big dog, no thanks. <laughs> Last question, bro. If you have the power to bring back some, someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Mind, mind, mind that you can only use that power once. Who would you bring back from the dead and why? Hmm. That's a tough question. I'm trying to think of like people I look up to that died or something like that. Because thank God, there's no, there's no yeah, like... It, it, it can be anyone. It can be anyone. Yeah. Um, it can be... Uh, a, a person that you have never met in, you know, face to face, anyone, anyone. You know, I'd want, I'd want to bring back a caveman from the dead because I feel like smash I'd your to... head. <laughs> <laughs> All a right, caveman, okay. Why? Because I feel like I'd want to have a conversation with them and kind of like figure out like what was life back then, like how the people used to think, what the people used to say, what was normal. And just really have a conversation and kind of figure out like what was that way of life because I find that way of life so interesting. Well, well, it is interesting, but you know, having a conversation with them, sharing the same language, that's gonna be a problem yeah. that you need to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> but yeah, it would be fascinating to you know really discover what was life before, you know, before this, before this. <laughs> be interesting right so thank you ali for being silly and answering all those random questions <laughs> thank you for sharing knowledge and thank you for you know just being a wonderful human being feel free to promote anything that you are um, planning to release your social media accounts or anything if you have courses from promotions feel free the floor is yours yes first of all i want to say before i promote and all that stuff thank you for having me it was a great conversation. I love the questions. I love these silly ones as well. I love the concept. Um, so thank you. Definitely looking forward to maybe doing this again in the future, just keeping in contact, definitely. So thank you for that. And in terms of just promotions, just guys, follow me on my um, social media. So my Instagram, which is asufan, and then my, my uh, TikTok as well. Um, keep my main updates are going to be on there because I'm still in the process of building, but I definitely do have a lot of interesting projects coming out, hopefully by the beginning of 2021. Lots of stuff in the works. So keep up with me there, follow me there, reach out to me, DM me, do all that type of stuff. And I'm happy to help. And yes, thank you.
All right, guys, check out Ali's social media accounts. He's a wonderful human being. If you need help, if you need a life coach, DM him. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for joining us in this wonderful episode. Ali, man, thank you so much for spending the time here in this episode. I am honored to learn to have a conversation from such a wonderful human being like you. Thank you, bro. Shukran. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. This is The Creative Talk with me, Jan Santos, and Ali, my friend here. Check us out in Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We have a YouTube channel, IG, and Facebook. Feel free to send us your comments, messages, and anything that you want us to talk about. Thank you. Have a positive outlook in life. Embrace risk and achieve yeah. your goals in life and success. Thank you. God bless. Bye. <laughs>